Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I had one less hello there. I normally do hello, 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 but I just had two. Changing things up. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Hey, I'm Rob Shooter, being as silly as ever, and it is Thursday, which means our dear friend who can be silly, but also can be very, very sensible, our dear friend Mark Looper joins us. Hey, Loopy, what head do you have on today? Your silly head or your sensible? Oh, I'm in somewhere in between, I think. (laughs) <laughs> you're always in between yes. that's why everybody likes you yes. you're that sweet spot i spotted a picture of you and miss d out and about i was jealous yes. where were the two oh, of you? we were downtown in soho at a really fancy party mm-hmm. and uh um, we uh we nursed our drinks at the bar we're eating free food <laughs> and just catching up on all the gossip it was a lot of fun i love her i love her i was gonna come by i was close by yeah. but i couldn't sort of sneak out there wasn't enough people where i was <laughs> that my absence would have been so next time we have to all get together soon hey let's jump into the show what time is it my friends it is tea time big story at the top of the show Giselle Bündchen is finally breaking her silence she's not said a word since she broke up with Tom Brady but now she's telling all to Vanity Fair she's on the cover and what she really wants to get across I read the whole article but the main point to me, Mark, mm-hmm. is that she wants everyone to know that she did not give Tom Brady a retirement ultimatum. Right. So it's been reported out there that she basically said, you have to retire or you're going to lose me. And he picked football. She is saying that is very hurtful and one of the craziest things she's ever heard. She went on to say she spoke in general about life, divorce, marriage. She said, it's tough because you imagine your life going to be a certain way and you did everything that you could and then she got very emotional and said I believed in fairy tales when I was a kid I think it's beautiful to believe that I do too but sometimes you don't achieve your dreams even if you give a hundred percent you work hard you hope hard sometimes it doesn't work out she went on to say that everything is not so black and white but life's a big 
puzzle. That's so interesting, isn't it? And she made it really, really clear Mm -hmm. that she's always cheered for Tom. She will cheer for Tom. She said, if there's one person in the world I want to be the happiest in the world, it's him. Believe me, I want all his dreams to come true. But she said, sometimes you grow apart. And that doesn't mean you don't love the person, but it means that in order for you to be authentic and truly live the life that you want to live, you have to have someone who can meet you in the middle, right? It's a dance. It's a balance. Smart, smart, smart lady. Wow. I'm so impressed by this interview. She handled it in the most beautiful way. Um, And what I love about this this interview is that she brought it down to the level that anyone can digest. It feels relatable. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's been through a breakup, who's been through a divorce, has the same sentiment of they wanted it to work. They wanted this fairy tale. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't, it hurts. And it's sad. And it doesn't happen, you know, overnight. This is is something that, you know, they were struggling through for a moment, it seems like. And um, I love that she says nice things about him, that she respects him that she's cheering for him this is you know this will make those stories kind of go away now she's addressed it in the most honest way yeah yeah it's so smart the assumption is that models aren't very smart we we all think that a little bit and that's just not true at least in the case of Giselle I can't talk about every model I've ever met (laughs) but in the case of Giselle super smart really big heart and I think this is the perfect place in Vanity Fair it takes about three months so after you do the interview and the photo shoot it doesn't come out right Mm -hmm. away it takes about three months so it gives you a little bit of time for everything to sort of die down a little Mm -hmm. bit and I think you're right Mark she answered all the questions did she get into the details like does he fart in bed (laughs) what did he do that really upset like did he leave the toilet seat like she doesn't get into the really juicy stuff that I hope you tell me (laughs) Over a drink of Bottinos. But I wouldn't tell people that in public. Uh And so she doesn't turn this into the Real Housewives. She really rises above. She takes the high road. And I believe her. I think she really roots for Tom. And when he finally announced he was retiring on social media, she was one of the first people to comment. I think she loves him and roots for him. And this just didn't work. Plus, they've got their children together. So... All my sources tell me she is a mom first before being a model or a wife or even a human being. She is a mom. Her kids one day are going to read this story. So at the moment, her daughter Vivian is 10. Her son Benjamin is 13. So I don't know if they're reading Vanity Fair yet. But this stuff will get picked up everywhere. It's all over the websites already. Those kids are on their phones all the time. So they will read this. I don't think there's a word she said that she has to worry about. If my kids read this, me talking about their father, Mm -hmm. I'd be really comfortable with this. I think she did just a beautiful job on something that's really tricky and let's be honest the expectations were not that high nobody in the world thought Giselle was necessarily the smartest person she's really really smart a great interview and get this oh I love a little bit of juice too Mark my sources tell me he knew she was doing it oh good she didn't blindside him she got a copy in advance she sent it to him he read it before it came out class Class act i was just gonna that was what i was gonna say class act like that is incredible and it will uh, you know help them maintain this relationship for years to come they've got to the two children yeah they've got to do that which brings us to our poll question of the day giselle bunchen is breaking her silence saying i never gave tom a retirement ultimatum (laughs) 
Do you believe her? Now, that's a naughty <laughs> question because we've just said we do. But I don't care what I think or Mark thinks. What do you think, Naughty? Because sometimes I know I can be a little bit too positive in the morning. So as the day goes on, I get a little bit more cynical. So if you listen to the podcast right now, if you're listening in the morning, mm. you're probably going to believe her. But after at 7 o'clock, Mark, tomorrow, <laughs> we're sitting at Bottinas. Yes. We're on our third vodka soda. Oh, yes. Do we believe her then? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the question. Mm-hmm. I go vote with such trouble on our Twitter page at Naughty Dice Rum, our Facebook page Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And Loopy, what are you working uh, on? Gwyneth Paltrow's at it again, Rob. <laughs> I love her. I love, her. It. So, I love so her. This time, the ski crash accuser told his daughter, apparently, he said, quote, I'm famous after oh. the actress allegedly shattered four of his ribs. Oh, oh my gosh. Mm. Okay, so let me explain what's going on here. So, Terry Sanderson accused the actress of crashing into him at the Deer Valley Resort in 2016. Now, fancy. Fancy, exactly. Now, Paltrow countersued, saying it was Sanderson who crashed into her. Hmm. So, the retired optometrist is suing Gwyneth over a 2016 crash and later emailed his daughter after just hours after the crash, telling her, I'm famous. And both lawyers of the parties mm. said during the opening statements on Tuesday, they revealed this this info. Oof. Now, Terry's lawyer Oof. said that preemptively they brought it up in his opening statement to the jury so that it would not be used against him or they were fearing that wow. it would be used against him. Um, yes. as the, but they did not want to negate the seriousness of the condition after the incident. Hmm. Mm. Now, Rob, apparently Paltrow was ticked <laughs> off after the crash and had some strong words for Sanderson, but she didn't bolt from the scene as Sanderson lawyer suggested. Instead, her ski instructor asked if Sanderson was okay, and Sanderson said he was and waved off help from oh, the ski patrol. that's mm-hmm. big, because she's got a witness, hasn't right. she? If the ski instructor was there, and if she's got a text of him sending t- you know, to his daughter an email right. saying, I'm famous because Gwyneth Paltrow just bumped into me or I bumped into her, right. that's what they're disputing. But either way, that's a very naughty thing to say, particularly if you've got broken ribs or brain injuries. <laughs> like, I don't know. This is starting to unravel for me a little bit. I'm also told, too, that her children are going to take the stand. Mm-hmm. So Apple, who's 16, her son Moses, they were there, and also her husband, or oh, that handsy, mm. handsome Brad Falchuk, right. he was there, too. So they're all going to take the stand. Now, you would expect them to defend their mom, his wife, his ski instructor, boss, I guess. But... That's four witnesses there. And so it's starting to sound to me as if it's a little bit, it could be a little bit of a shakedown. Something is definitely happening here. And it's funny, Rob. I think right now, the story I looked at online, Gwyneth is getting a lot of feedback about her when she wore to the court. You see her outfit. Oh, She's with Jeffrey Dahmer in this all white <laughs> sweater vest. I saw. With big glasses. And I think that's a, it's glasses. the biggest distraction in this case right now. <laughs> It's what what's Gwyneth's going to turn up wearing. I know it's quite shocking. Also, my insiders tell me, if she was guilty, she would have settled mm. it. Like mm. the money he's asking for, he asked for three million, and the judge said no. He said the most you can get is three hundred thousand. So if she was guilty, I'm told three hundred thousand for Gwyneth is not that big a deal. It's, it's sort of worth it to make it go away. But my sources are saying no. She's not going to let 
this guy, what she thinks, extort her, she's going to really stand up and say, this just didn't happen. I'm told she's really angry. And it must be tricky. It's never happened to me, but I'm no Gwyneth Paltrow. I have felt used a little bit. Like sometimes friends who I go out for drinking with, sometimes I feel like they use me for a free drink. <laughs> like I'm like, do you really want to be like, because I'm a bit annoying. And so sometimes I felt used, but I've never felt extorted. What about you? I don't know. It's hard to say. I think the biggest thing for me would be I would not want this hanging over my head for so many years. This is 2016. Right. Just, yes. This is like six, seven years later, and we're still talking yes. about this. Like, oh, oh just pay them pay off, them honestly. Off. Yeah. I know. It's like people, I once had dinner with a friend, and we didn't split the bill. I just assumed he was paying, and he held on to it for a year. (laughs) Furious. I was like, $40. I was like, oh, he's 80. I'll pay the whole thing. I don't care. Yeah, let it go. I know, Gwyneth, I think I'd pay this off. But I do admire her in a certain way. And I know, you all know I love her, because she annoys me. me And uh, I just sort of love once again, (laughs) Oh, I can just imagine it. Can you imagine? I wish we were in that courtroom when she storms (laughs) it. You know, every day it's going to be a different outfit. Anna Delvey. She's going to be full (laughs) on. Okay, moving along. Kelly Ripper is saying that Mark Consuelos, who Mark you love, was insanely jealous at the beginning of the relationship. They've got a new podcast. Mm -hmm. It's called Let's Talk Off Camera. And it's the two of them together. And she said, jealousy is a very hard pill to swallow. She remembers when they first got married, they were in an Italian restaurant. And the waiter, this cute man in his 70s or 80s, was flirting with Kelly. And she flirted back. Mark, after dinner, went crazy, was so jealous, was so angry. And now he talks about it, saying jealousy followed him around for a long time and he just couldn't shake it off. He's glad he did. He picked a horrible fight with Kelly after the restaurant. And it's so interesting because I used to be a jealous person too. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily romantically jealous, but I got jealous if I saw anybody else on TV doing celebrity gossip. It just drove me crazy. But now it actually inspires me. It does. I've really managed to change this. I'm not just saying it. I totally have had an epiphany. It doesn't trigger me like it used to. Where are you, Mark? Do you get jealous? Uh, I don't really get jealous unless I have a reason to be jealous, unless I feel like there is some type mm. of threat. And I think in this scenario, a 70 or 80-year-old man really poses cool. no threat. So I'm, I'm wondering, no. what is the problem, Mark? Like, what was actually... Yes, insecurity. Yeah. all comes from insecurity, yeah. doesn't it? And Mark, look in the mirror. The guy could be 20 and you're better looking. Exactly. Like, there's very few Mark Consuelos. Forget the age. Right. I mean, if there was a guy the same age as Mark, I'd pick Mark. I don't even know the guy, but I'd pick Mark. There's nobody almost in the world that's as cute as Mark. No, and if you ever spend time with a couple with... with oh, it's lovely. They, they are so in love. They they are so affectionate. I don't, I don't see any, you know, obvious cracks in their relationship. So, it, yeah. Yeah, it's jealousy. Yeah. And you can't fix someone else's jealousy. They've got to do it themselves. Mm. So kudos for, for Kelly here for holding on. Kudos. So kudos to Kelly there for holding on. Hey, Mark, quickly before we get a break... What's going on with Tom Cruise? Uh, So Tom Cruise apparently is not taking no part in his daughter's upcoming Mm. big life choice. So now the Mm. 17-year-old, almost 17-year-old. 17? How crazy. uh, Sari Cruise, she's beginning to look at colleges, but we're told that Tom Cruise will not be involved. 
Ooh. Daily Mail has a source saying that um, since the surprise divorce in 2012, he has really no contact with Sherry Cruz. And, oh. and it's really unfortunate. The former Dawson's Creek actress is close with her only child, and she's actually pleased that her daughter is leaning towards staying in Manhattan and pursuing a career oh. in fashion. Yeah, if you ever see, Ooh. I've seen her out so many times in New York. She's I always have. at every party. You know, Katie is a yeah. New Yorker through and through. But apparently Sherry is applying to schools all over the place. And while Katie really does want her to stay in New York because they're so close, some say that she is an overprotective mom and that she should spread her wings. <laughs> mm. I mean, I get it. The two of them only really had each other after that really ugly divorce. It was a really sudden, surprise, sort of undercover divorce. At the time, it was rumored that she wanted to get out of the Church of Scientology right. and she didn't want Suri raised as a Scientologist. And that's why Tom cut them off. We should point out that Tom is still upholding his financial mm. arrangement and he will pay Suri's college tuition but the child support it ends in two years when she's 18 but i think a lot of us would say here would rather the love of our parent than their money and that this one's so bizarre whenever i bump into her she used to go to the school opposite the building i live so in the morning when i was having a cup of coffee i could look out the window (laughs) and see Suri Cruz, always with katie always always with katie Maybe a little too close. I've heard that too. Mm. But I would, I would overcompensate. If the dad disappeared, which Tom has, and it, it's worse than disappearing because he's Tom Cruise. He's on every poster. Right. Every time you go to the movies, he's there. Do you think she goes to see her dad's movies? I mean, it's such a complicated thing. Like, I was thinking to myself, I can't wait until she turns 18 and, and can speak freely about this, this situation. Yes. Because it's really one of the oddest stories in Hollywood. This guy is one of the most recognizable people in the world. Yes. And just has no contact with his daughter. I don't, I don't no, get it. None. None at all. You know, before she talks, Suri, consult Giselle. <laughs> because that's, that's an interview. Yes. Giselle's interview. It's, it's, it should be taught in PR classes. If I was still a publicist, I would copy that and give it all my stuff. Absolutely. And say, this is the prototype Pro- of the perfect divorce interview. Yes. We're laughing here. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Mark Lupo. Hey, Lupi, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Amanda Bynes' family are not, not considering another conservatorship amid her psychiatric hold. It's just been revealed, too, that she was most likely living on the streets for days before psychiatrists got hold of her. So my question was, is this right or wrong? Should her parents put her under another conservatorship? She needs help. Oh no, it's her life. She's an adult. Let's have a look. Split 50 50. Mm. It's hard, isn't it? Because after Britney Spears and conservatorships, we're all very against them. But there might be a place for them, Mark. Uh, you know, I feel also split. I, it's hard to comment since there are things we don't know. But I would imagine if the parents don't get involved, at some point the state will get involved because it seems like she can't sustain a life on her own in a way that makes right. sense. And it's really, really scary for her. I'm, you know, I'm worried. I am too. Mark, if ever I go off the deep end, (laughs) I want you to be my conservator. I think you'd actually do a very good job. You're very responsible. I'm responsible and I care. I come from a place of care. You do care, yes. I wouldn't have Donny. It would steal all my money. Donny would. That would not be good. He would be in a strip (laughs) joint for all my money in dollar bills. (laughs) Terrible. Okay. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now... Oh, it's time for my favourite part of the show, our nicest of the day. Oh, uh, 
it's a nice one, Rob. It's Hoda Copy. <laughs> Hoda. We love Hoda. So Hoda Copy is taking a week-long Today Show break to spend time with her kids. The oh, journalist wow. will be absent from the morning show while the daughters, while her daughters, Haley and Hope, are on spring break. And also Jenna Bushhager will be off this week. They have pre-recorded episodes airing until Friday. Rob, we know that Hoda was off a few weeks ago and took a leave of yes. absence after she was dealing with a health matter. Her daughter was mm. not well. She was in the ICU. So I think this is wonderful. Everyone deserves I vacation. do too. Take all the time you yeah. need, Hoda. I'm told by my sources that Hoda might be ready to make a big career change. Mm. There's nothing like a life-threatening emergency. Yeah. To make you really sit up and realize, what am I doing? And Hoda has a lot of money. She doesn't live too high. She lives in sort of a regular apartment mm -hmm. here in New York City. She's not on Park Avenue. She doesn't have a helicopter. Mm -hmm. She lives a regular life. And there's other jobs in TV. I think we could see Hoda maybe not leave NBC, but move to a different show or maybe continue with the 10 o'clock hour, which is where she originally started with Kathy Lee. Right. Getting up at 4 o'clock every morning. It affects your whole life. The mistake is, we think, that they finish work at 11 and can then play all day, but you're exhausted. If you get up at 4 o'clock, your whole life is messed up. It's almost like being an athlete or a nun. Like, you have to live in a certain way. Yeah. And so, spend time with your daughters. Our nicest of the day. Okay, our naughties of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Mm. Teresa Giudici on The Real Housewives of New Jersey is finally admitting that she excluded Melissa and her family from her wedding on purpose. Ugh. She said, quote, No, that's not an oversight. We have a history, so I'm just going to leave it at that <coughs> in a confessional. Later on, she added about the history, saying, OK, I guess I'll be honest. I got busy, and I guess they got jealous. And Melissa's mother and her sisters were writing stuff about me on social media, and I know my mother would ever write about them, and on and on and on and on. So Teresa deliberately not invited her. I think it was ludicrous to pretend it was an oversight. That was on purpose. You do it yourself. Like when I put together a, a list of friends for drinks, forget a wedding, I decide who I'm inviting and who I'm not. And that's the end of that. And notice the day. Okay, before we go, let's have a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. I love this quote. Diddy told me, if you're chasing your dreams, you're not running fast enough. Wow. You can catch them. Mm. You can catch them. Mm -hmm. Don't chase your dreams. Catch them. I promise you, you can run a little faster than you think. And your dreams, they're not quite as far away as you think either. Catch your dreams. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And all together now, remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. Bit, bit. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.